right, well, we're about a, we're about a minute past the hour, so let's get rolling, guys. Uh, so excited, so excited. Kathy Fitzpatrick, our wonderful, wonderful uh, host, is going to take over here in just a minute. Um, we have some really fun stuff. She's going to go through uh, what everybody learned at Sales Mastery. Uh, thank you so much for our, our wonderful guest being on. I did want to address two things for everybody that's on this call. Um, don't forget Ignite is, uh, we got some business planning coming up. It is completely free to everybody. So business planning for 2023, it is that time of year. We need to start thinking about next year. Um, again, free to all, this is going to be, uh, 11, 16, there's two calls, right? So individual call and there's a team call. Team calls are, can be your whole branch. It could be a team that you run with, uh, bring your LOAs, whoever you want. Uh, that is Wednesday, the 16th. Uh, this is the individual from 12 to 1 uh, Central. The team call is going to be 11, 16, 130 to 230. Again, completely free. We're going to be, be defining goals. We're going to be crafting your plan. We're going to be identifying gaps. Okay. Uh, we'll throw the link. Actually, Ray just threw the link in the chat. Sign up. It's free. Everyone should be on there. We should get it a thousand people. Uh, I'd love to see you. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, don't forget, we're we're seeing so many people that want uh, that connection with other people in Fairway, right? Doesn't like forming these groups are so much fun. We have what is called Drive. Drive is a group of Fairway loan officers that are in your same um sphere right so they're doing you know four to five loans a month or they're doing 10 to 15 loans a month and you guys are going to learn together and you have a coach uh you're going to be meeting bi-weekly it's so inexpensive to be in drive kathy runs drive for us uh kathy what else do you want to add to drive so all i'll say to you is and hopefully you'll hear that it, there's a theme throughout everything that you're going to hear today and it's it's don't take the journey alone it is, it is virtually impossible to get to where you want to go without having other people in your world who are heading in the same direction. Think the equivalent of, of oarsmen, right? If, if you look at all of them, all of the people rowing in the same direction will have the momentum and the speed. Sometimes people are going to pull you along and sometimes you're going to pull them along. But there is just huge benefit being around other people who are in a positive space, looking at what can be done versus what cannot be done. Um, and, and it really does change your reality when you're surrounded by people that think like that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Kathy, why don't you get rolling? All right. Well, this is today. really this is really exciting. And so I, I, I have a variety of guests today. So I, I really wanted you to be able to get a lot of different perspectives. Interestingly enough, we can all hear the same thing. And depending upon where we are in life, or, or what's going on, we'll hear it very differently or something will resonate for us. So the advantage to having a wide variety of folks on the call today is, is hopefully everyone will have heard something that's going to resonate with you. And, and what I want for you to bear in mind as we go through this is a couple of things. The first one is you don't rise to the level of your ideas, you rise to the level of your actions. So we are always throwing out to you lots and lots and lots of ideas. My suggestion is, as you're going through this, one of them is going to just make, it's just going to hit home. You're, you're going to feel like almost a buzz in your heart or in your mind. Write that one down, five, four, three, two, one, love the five second rule, and begin to execute. Immediately turn that into a plan of action. And, and the second thing to really to, to really think about as we go, go through this today is action without thought is dangerous, right? We need to have some thought, but thought without action is useless. So stop thinking, listen to the things that are being presented here and begin an implementation plan. That's that's where the magic happens. We could be in these calls a lot and I love that we get to idea share, but it really is the execution or the action piece is, is where the ability to change your results lies. So with that being said, I'm gonna launch in. Oh, hey, Steve, how are you? Good to see you. Do you have any opening words for us? Uh, just have a question for the group. Gonna ask the... Um... I have a question for the group. I know we're going back and forth with the agenda for the key playing, and I want to get a show of hands, just an opinion, because there's always safety in numbers, and there's always safety in opinions. So we have a decision to make as a company. The keynote for key playing is, is going to be a person. We're not going to say who, because I think that's not fair. Um, and Carrie would throw darts at me if I said the name of the person, so I won't do that. She's already thinking about it. But so we, we have a branch manager meeting on Thursday morning. And then after lunch, the question is, what do we do? So the, so the show of hands is this. We either have the trade show after lunch from like 1 to 4 to 5, and then we have the keynote at 5.30. That's option one. Or option two is to um, have the keynote right after lunch and have the trade show from like 1.30 to 
and uh, show of hands on option one. I'm not going to say what I think until you folks have both voted. Um, but uh, that doorbell ringing is uh, he, he's two and he thinks it's funny. So long, who cares? But anyhow, um, show of hands, option one. Option one is have a keynote right after lunch and then have a trade show from like, let's say, 1.30ish till 5.30. Uh, show of hands for that. Show, show of hands for the keynote at 5.30. Okay, here, here's a bias, Wheezy, and, and we want Linda's opinion because you guys at Sales Master, and you've seen a lot of this more than I have, and I learned a long time ago, my thought doesn't really, it is, it's, just a, it's just a thought, it doesn't really mean anything, it just, it's just a thought. I don't like late night keynotes or night keynotes because here's the deal, our group has been apart for so long, my sense is if we have a keynote at 530, there's a whole bunch of good groups that'll vacate and say, I want to go have dinner with my team and we'll miss out on that keynote. Um, I know there's a fear that you have you have the, the, trade, the trade group and people will leave. Don't think so, because people are so, Charlotte saw it last week, Linda saw it last week, um, Carrie saw it last week. Our team is so wanting to be together that, because we haven't been together for like for 228 years, it's almost, we almost haven't been together since, we all already, we almost have more CRMs than we have years we've been together. So the, the question is, if we have it in the afternoon, People aren't going to leave anyhow because they just want to hang out and be together. Now I have to go open the door. Uh, Kathy, I know I've started up here. You guys take it from here. Fair? Fair. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Steve. All righty. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce Christy. Christy is in Texas. She actually does quite a bit around reverse as well. And so I wanted to make sure we brought somebody in who kind of have that focus. So Christy, if you would share with us kind of a couple of your major takeaways and, and how you've implemented those. Sure. Okay, so um, before I talk about my takeaways, the first thing I wanna say is just a piece of advice. And I know we were talking about Keep Playing just now. If you have the chance to attend something like Sales Mastery or Keep Playing, do it at least once a year. Do something like that for yourself and for your business, because I do think it's important. So um, the opening night of Sales Mastery, Todd Duckin said something. He said, be everything you can be to the right people and be nothing to the wrong people. And I think that's good advice, both professionally and personally. You know, what agents do you have that are just taking from you and not giving anything in return? Who doesn't respect your time? Who makes you feel less than? Who's always taking in a relationship and never giving? I think that those things we have to think about when we're thinking about where we're going to spend our time, where we're going to spend our resources. And one of the things and why this resonated so much with me, one of the things that we've been working on for my team for this year is saying no to the wrong things and the wrong people so that we do have time to say right to the yes things and we have the resources to say yes to the right things and i love how todd duncan's quote just kind of simplifies that concept and um, david osborne who was one of our other speakers said something that was very profound and he said if you are a doormat you will attract dirty feet and how true is that so I feel like we all need to be wise in how we use our time and how we use our resources. So that was something that really resonated with me and we're gonna continue to work on saying no to those wrong things. Um, then the um, Brain Code girls, uh, Rachel and Angie, they said something else, this is another quote, and they said, we do things every single day that bring us closer to or further from our goals. And I think the further from is more is almost more important than the closer to, because if we are not spending our time doing the things that we should be doing, we're not gonna get the results that we wanna get. And I don't know if you've ever read the book by Florence Litauer, It Takes So Little to Be Above Average. It's an older book. I think it was written in the 90s. And she's talks about how if you do something, even a small percentage of something every single day to be better, that you'll have more success than 95% of, of the people in this world. So it's those small things. It's the day in, day out disciplines that make the biggest difference. And we heard it from so many of the speakers, pursue progress, not perfection. Uh, uncomfortable activity leads to growth. Use a habit tracker, have written goals, 
Um, who you hang with matters. I think all of those things, we know those things. And so it's also why I say attend a conference like this, because it's things like this that we attend that bring us back into focus. It's so easy to get caught up in the busyness of our work and to lose focus on those things that we really need to be doing. Um, a lot of speakers focused on mindset. And I think coming into 20. 23 coming out of a tough year of 2022 it's going to be more important than ever to have that proper mindset and one of the things that i've implemented that is going to help me around mindset is two things that the um again this was the brain code ladies is box breathing and meditation so box breathing is very simple concept it's four breaths four four seconds where you breathe in and then you hold it and then four seconds, you breathe out, hold it for four seconds, and you repeat that. It's like a little box. So four seconds in, hold for four seconds, four seconds out, then back to four seconds for holding. And it is to help refocus your mind. And they say, do that at least five times. And I know, Kathy, you surprised me when you said that sharpshooters use this also to focus themselves. And then um, meditation, which... I laugh at myself when I'm doing meditation because I'm not good at it. I've never done it before. It's something that I've always wanted to do. Um, so I'm using a guided meditation to help me. And those things I implemented day one coming back from Sales Mastery. And the week that I had, my first week back was chaos. Day one, my assistant has a stomach virus. She's out. So we're overloaded and I'm by myself. Day two, my dad has a stroke. Day three, we find out he needs a pacemaker. Day four, he has the surgery. That was my first week back from Sales Mastery. And there is no way that I should have been as calm and as focused as I was that week, but I truly was. And the only thing I can attribute it to is starting that practice in the morning. So, you know, you might think you don't have time for something like that. I just set my alarm for 30 minutes early. I don't really use an alarm to get up. So I set an alarm and I took the time to do those things and it really did help. So I do think whether whatever you do in the morning, just having some kind of morning routine that focuses you back in on the things that are important and centering yourself because we do work in such a stressful industry. And then the final thing that I'll talk about is um, the themed days. And I know I've heard this before and I know Easy has talked about it. I've heard many speakers talk about it and it's not anything that I've ever implemented, but I'm going to this year. Um, my team uses a CRM. We're very organized, we're very focused and we still find that things fall through the cracks. And so the theme days will help us be sure that we're touching on those important columns of business that we need to touch on. So, you know, one day for our financial planners and CPA type referral partners, one day for our realtor partners, one day for our consumer follow-up and direct consumer business. And, you know, those things are going to help us stay focused and be sure that we're spending our time in all those areas that we need to be spending our time in. Great stuff, Christy. I so appreciate it, especially the implementation part. And perfect example, one thing changed everything in a week where if if every if she came back from the event and did everything the same, the outcome would have been completely different. And that's, again, leaning into the controllables. We can all control how we choose to start our day. And I will tell you, if you have a morning routine around how you start your day, it literally sets you up for success. I, I always laugh. It's about the only time I can control the day is, is, is that period of time, the half an hour before I should really be getting out of bed. And, and the last thing you want to do is catapult into the day. Have a morning routine that brings you some structure and helps you to be really solidly rooted in, in what you intend to do during the day relative to your attitude. Because at the end of the day, that really is all we get to control. So thanks for those reminders, Christy. I know she's headed into a meeting. She's out doing the other things yeah. that they talked about, which is getting belly to belly. So you go, girl. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right. I am now going to segue into Pinky. Pinky and I had an opportunity to chat and it was really fun. And I was like, so excited that she agreed to share with you some of the things she shared with me in the hallway. So come on in, Pinky. Hi, thank you for having me here, Kathy. And everyone did such an amazing job and special shout out to our Fairway folks who spoke. It was such a sense of pride to see you all up there. So happy for us as an organization to have such a great representation at this event. So Christy did a great job of summarizing. I 100% agree with everything she said, and I'll try and add some different thoughts here. 
From a mindset perspective, I'll start there. There were some really good nuggets. One about focusing on service and education right now. It's easy to want to focus on, oh my God, my volume's down. Oh my God, the entire industry volume's down. The rates are 7%, right? It's easy to want to focus on those things right now and think about my volume is lower than it was, like, or whatever it may be, right? So, but if we focus on instead of delivering service and education, and have a motive to give, right? I love that someone, I don't remember who said it, but someone said, have a motive to give. And when we give and we come from that place of serving others, you know, we will get it back in some point, some way, right? So from a mindset, I thought that was really wonderful to hear and I like that. Um, specifically, I will talk about that the talk less, listen more was something that resonated with me. And I know we've all heard, we have two, ears and a mouth for a reason. We've heard it in many different ways over time, but you know, it's one of those things that you need to be keep, keep being reminded of, right? Some of those, because it's easy to get caught up when, especially when you're thinking, for me, I find, especially if I think that I'm going to possibly lose a client or a realtor, the inclination is to talk more. So, but really what we need to do in those times is to listen more, in, but in general too. And they gave some really good ideas and examples of how to ask great questions. The ones I'll share that I've already put into play are when you're talking to a buyer, what does it mean to you to own a home? I love that question. It's been so powerful already for me to ask that question. I'm loving it. And then when it comes to agents, a question that I loved was if you're meeting with people you don't know, asking them about, I mean, there's other parts of it, but the, the key part I'll mention here is um, when you're trusting a lender with your paycheck, what is most important to you? So just finding out because we can tell them all, you know, we can be a lot of things to a lot of different people, but really what is it that you need, right? And let's figure that out and figure out if we are that, if they're telling you that they're looking for a lender that's available 24 seven, well, that's not me. And I can easily pull myself out of the race in that one, right? And I know that that's fine and let them find that person. Let me go find the person that's looking for the service and education that I'm here to provide. So I really liked that part of it. And in the spirit of what Christy said about working with the right people, that's another huge takeaway for me. And that's what we're working on right now is going through our agents and seeing who should we be really spending our time and our energy on. And somebody said, if you're doing business anyway, why not do it with epic people? That was another line that I loved, right? Why not do it with epic people that you love to be with? So I really, really like that one. Um, and then protecting time, Charlotte did a great job with the 80-20 and focusing on the two things that you're really, really best at. And across, what one of the things I've noticed was the discipline in all the top performers, right? Again, we've all heard time blocking a thousand times over, but when you focus on discipline, discipline gives you freedom. So discipline equals freedom. This is just a reminder to focus that discipline on the activities that are most, that, that are your superpowers. So that was the other part that I'll mention. And then the last thing I'll talk about was the, the team part of it. So there was a speaker who really hit home for me, Christine Hubbard, I think was her name. And her whole team was up there. And the way that they just loved on each other, even on stage, the way that her team showed up and was comfortable showing up in front of this audience, normally only the team leaders get up at these types of events, but her whole team, she had built her team up such that they felt comfortable getting up there too. And they said something that the team actually said that when she goes away and she calls in, they feel like a failure. And, and I may be paraphrasing, but so that was really important for me because I check in thinking that I'm helping. I check in thinking that, or I'll come in and jump and do something for someone on the team, thinking that I'm adding value and making it easier for them. But I may be sending the message if I don't trust you. So that was really big for me to hear that. And, and, for, and the last part is that I am not the first point of contact on my team for my leads, um, but I realize in the spirit of all this that I need to go back and be that first point of contact so that it increases conversion. Great stuff. Wow, Pinky. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Really, really well said. Um, and again, when what you'll hear in all of this is none of this is rocket science, but the reason we have to go to events and be willing to work on our business is we forget. In the day-to-day -day grind, it's very easy to just put one foot in front of the other and go, 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 and not take the time to analyze where we're, are we going where we want to go? 
What if we wake up and we, we realize the whole time we've been go, go, going, we're not going where we want to go. And I think if we create a world where we do work around those people that energize us, as opposed to those that are, are energy vampires, I love the energy bus. And that's one of the terms from energy bus. Energy vampires do not allow us to show up at our best. When we consistently show up at our best, we will perform at a higher level. And when we perform at a higher level, inevitably the business will follow. And I, I love those reminders, Pinky. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I love that you're wearing pink. We talked about that. So this is great. <laughs> Terrific. All right. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and shift over to Angela. Angela, I love because she's one of our newer loan officers. And so it's fun to get perspective for someone who hasn't been in the business for a long time. And there's a lot of excitement around going to an event that's probably a little bit different from anything you've experienced before. So kind of share with us your thoughts, Angela. Yes, thank you, Kathy. Thank you so much. I love, love, love sales mastery. And like I said, I am still a baby to the mortgage industry. I was licensed in 2019, knew nothing about mortgages. So I spent 19, 20, 21, just trying to figure out how to do mortgages. So I had I'd never been to anything like sales mastery and I loved it. It was amazing. It was my first and I hope not my last. I did also um, sign up for High Trust Sales Academy. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and I took a copious amount of notes that I'm still processing through. And so I feel like it's just going to be something that's going to be the gift that keeps on giving for a while. I have a list of books that different speakers shared. So, um, so much takeaway. It was, it was almost too much for me because it was just so many nuggets in everything that, that it was just almost overwhelming, but I'll just share a few things and several have already said some of the things. So I'll try not to, uh, redo any of that, but, um, the, the, one of the main things I took away was, and I didn't realize it was the theme at the time until I got the shirt, but relationship over transactions. So uh, just building community. It seemed like in every session, the speakers would talk somewhere in there, talk about how important it was to build community and just do life with the people that you do business with. And we live in a small town, we're near a military base. So it's something that would be really, really easy for me. And I am a person of faith, so I have always prayed over my business and on my business. And I've prayed really for the last year or so just for guidance and how to take my business to the next level now that I've kind of figured out what I'm doing. And God had just really laid on my heart to just do life with the people. And I had a couple of myself being the worst uh, negative voices telling me that was not the way to become a top producer. I'm a bit of an introvert, naturally, so that negative voice inside would say that was probably a stupid idea, and even if it wasn't, I wouldn't be able to pull it off, um, but through every session, the different speakers just confirmed over and over again what God had really been telling me in my heart was just go do life with these people. Daniel Harkavy, who I just loved, I got to meet him, and he's just a really special person. He challenges to go out and build those relationships, to foster that sense of community, and to invest time and just to love fully, just to love on the people that we do business with, whether it's our clients, our referral partners, financial advisors, whoever it is, just, just to be part of the community. Um, Kelly, and I'm not sure what her last name was, she did the How to Close a Thousand Units. She said that when she realized that connection is mandatory to go to the next level, that her business just took off. And also she shared about just being herself, just being who she was, not wearing any mask or, you know, not pretending to be something she wasn't just to be herself. And I believe it was John White said, be known for who you are and not what you do. So the Tuesday after I came back from Sales Mastery, I had been invited to speak at a realtor uh, sales meeting. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to put that into practice. So uh, during my introduction, the broker introduced me and I said, when I stood up, I said, yes, my name is Angela Dalton and I am with Fairway Mortgage, but let me tell you who I am. And I just shared with them who I was, my family, 
you know, uh, the fact that my husband and I, my husband's a residential building contractor and that, you know, for all of our 30 years of marriage, our lives have just revolved around helping people realize the dream of home ownership and shared about my kids and great, just really brief. But it was real funny because a lot of them were like this and then it would seem like they just kind of relaxed. And then it just seemed like everything just flowed. The conversation was easy. Agents that never really even would look my way stopped and said, thank you so much for coming. Please come back. I've already been invited to uh, co-host a charity event with one of them that I haven't done much business with. She's reached out to me twice. I've been invited on a real cruise from a listing agent that's a really big producer that just really hasn't given me much business either. Uh, they asked me to be the preferred lender on their website, and they are excited about lunch and learn. So, I mean, just so much stuff come from that, and and it was really just because through Sales Mastery, I was just given that confidence to just be myself, and if, if they didn't want to do business with me, there was somebody that would, and so that was a really big takeaway for me was just focusing on relationships over the transaction not to worry about the ROI, just give and trust that it will come back to me the way it's supposed to. So uh, my second was perfection. And my coach would, can attest to this, that I'm always looking for things to be perfect before I execute. And through many of the sessions, they talked about it. But coach told me the other day, and I have it written down and posted on my computer, perfection is the enemy of done. Um, and Todd Duncan shared during his brave session that bravery is not having it figured out, but doing it anyway. And I've always considered myself a brave person. I'm, I, I don't think I'm uh, not. But when he said that, I thought, you know what? That's right. I don't need to wait till I get it all figured out. I just need to do it and figure out while I while I go. Um, and then Mark Miller, who was with Chick-fil-A, and he did amazing, both of his sessions, the leadership and the other one was just amazing. He's a smart guy. He said that every day we make about 35,000 choices. That's the average every day that we make. And that those choices are like dominoes. And then a Pinky had alluded to the Brain Code girls, or maybe it was Christy, said every single day, Everything we do is either moving us closer to or further away from our goals. So I realized during all of the Sales Mastery Week that every choice I was making was either making me get closer to the life I wanted or further away. And I realized that it was further away because I was just not doing anything. I was not acting on anything. So um, that perfection. And then. Jay, we come back from <laughs> Sales Mastery and he said he shares the the video by the male. I don't remember her last name, but the five Mel second Rob, Rob, Yeah, <laughs> I, the five second rule. And so that just that just confirmed it. Just stop overthinking it. Just count down and just do it. And I've used that so many times to call on my partners to uh, ask for business. I closed alone. I had a closing yesterday I went to, and the guy, the agent mentioned a VA client in Italy, and I was thinking to myself, ask him, ask him for him, ask him for it. And when he finished talking, I said, hey, if you'd like, I would love to work with that client if they don't have a lender, or I would love to just have a chance. And he was like, yeah, yeah, let me get you their number. And so that's not something I would normally have done. I would, I would not normally done that. So um sales mastery just gave me lots of ideals it gave me lots of confidence um that it's okay that it doesn't have to be perfect and that um that i i can choose every day to do something to make a positive impact on my community and my business so great. And, and what I'll tell you all is I literally had to drag her onto the calls, kicking and screaming. So I had a reminder she was going to be brave and you did an amazing job. And I, and I love the humility around it. And what she won't share with you is that when she did that presentation for those realtors and she was transparent about who she was, 
one of her one of her people who was at that presentation said, "You are so smart." And it came across and, and, and it was in, in, in a response that she needed because we don't see in ourselves the gifts that we have, but when we're willing to be brave, other people will point those out to us and the confidence just continues to grow by our willingness to go out there and to get that feedback from other people who see in us what we, we simply can't see in ourselves. So thank you, Angela. Amazing job. Big hugs. I so appreciate you. So great, great job. All right. Brad, is Brad on? Brad Dragoo? don't see him. Yes. Yes. Oh, there you are. Okay. Uh, I'm actually in a hotel in Chattanooga. That's, I'm going to, I find this kind of funny uh, because I'm going to talk about uh, what I learned at Sales Mastery or what I, what I, what I, what I liked about Sales Mastery, yet I'm not on video to do it. Which is pretty uh, funny. I, mean, I was going to, I was going to call out the irony of that. You're talking about video and we can't see your face. So I was going to share with well, you the first step. Well, probably <laughs> to share your face. I'm just saying. Well, well, no, and I have no problem if I can figure out how to make the Zoom do it. I, I'm, on my, okay. I'm on my cell phone and I can't make it happen. You guys will let me send you all a bomb bomb video afterwards. I'm getting good at those. Um, <laughs> but my, my big, one of my bigger takeaways was when, when the guys got up and talked about, I can't remember their names, but they talked about video and doing more videos and and they, the statement they said was, you know, video is not the wave of the future. It's the wave of the now. If we're not doing videos right now, we're already behind. Well, you know, a year or so ago, I did some videos with the Wow Me guys, and I've got some in-process videos going out. But um, we, we as a team are committed to doing more videos and, and taking every opportunity now to send a video to our customers, to our referral partners, to our sellers' agents. The, the reason I, I think it's important is because, you know, we're all competing for business now and it's much more difficult. It's much more difficult to, uh, to turn away from somebody if you've seen their face, if you know who they are. And so I feel like um, sending out videos to our customers and getting them, uh, you know, to, to relate to who we are as a person uh, is going to help us raise those uh, what do you the the, the rate of um, gosh our, so, our uh, applications talks about law of familiarity if that helps at all so it's just yeah, that that's that's, when they, they see you they know you they know you because they saw you all right so I said okay uh, to, to starting that video and I can't it's still not giving me the option on my phone no we see you you're good go you go all right I, I can't see me, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we do. That's You're good. That's funny. You look so good, at, Brad. You look good. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem being on video. I just couldn't make my. I listen. I got an iPhone on Friday. I've never had an iPhone uh, before, and so I'm literally having to learn everything anew here. And so when I tried to log into the Zoom, that was a fiasco. So. Anyway, this is how we're doing it today. There you are. You're good. We, 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 cool. we pivot. We adjust. It's all good. <laughs> so, so I absolutely want my team uh, working on uh, taking more opportunities to send those bomb bomb videos. I have an account. It's fairly inexpensive. Um, and so that's honestly, I think going into 2023, that's going to be our renewed focus. We've We've taken an office in our uh, conference room. We're painting it a wall green, so we'll have a green screen. We bought a teleprompter so that we have a teleprompter. And listen, you, as a loan officer, you should be able to just go in and read the script, the MBS Highway scripts, looking right at the teleprompter. It's not that difficult. And then punch send and send it out. If, if you don't know what to say on a video or whatever, it's that easy. So that's what we're doing. Great deal. Thanks. And I, and I love the idea of a teleprompter. So if you think you're uncomfortable and you don't know what to say, that teleprompter, you, you type it in in advance and you will look like an absolute pro. So that was a really great tip, Brad. And I love the implementation. I know you mentioned you got a video room going on in your office. So again, hit the ground running with the implementation and execution of new ideas. Great job. And, and we love seeing your face. So thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Excellent. So I'm going to go ahead and segue into Charlotte. Charlotte was actually got to be on stage, was one of our was an amazing speaker, made us all, all of us in green so proud. So just really excited to have you here and be able to have you share some of your takeaways with us, because I know we all got a lot from you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So 
I I like everyone. I I echo copious notes, and I was able to dig through them. And you know, what is the quickest and cheapest and fastest thing to execute? And what resonated with me was follow up. The first night, Todd showed a slide where. He said, I don't know, I can't remember, it's like 87% of people don't have a good follow-up system. And he said, you know, follow-up is a responsibility. It's a responsibility to follow up. It means customer service. And so as you look at your conversion ratio on the front end, every lead is precious. And so I'm working on raising my conversion ratio. So I have to go out and get more leads. I mean, let me raise what I convert of the leads that are coming in and so i thought through follow-up and i i have it very dialed in from the application to closing and beyond and and i say application that's six elements somebody who's under contract ready to go man we nail it top in customer service we know what we're doing but from inquiry to that six elements we might have some things lacking and i i think it was christy that said you know, she's organized, but there are things that fall through the cracks and same with us. So I came back I met with a couple of my key team members and I said, how can we beef up our follow-up? This is inexpensive to do. It's, you know, it's just something we can do right away. And so we put together some follow-up and Kathy, things that we did not do before. And Kathy, you said, what was that? So I'll just share, maybe you guys are doing this, but hey, I've been in the business a thousand years and I I can do this better. I'm going to see and test and follow and measure how it will help me increase my conversion ratio. But I set myself a rule that whenever I speak with a customer, I will call the agent or text or video. I've got, you know, whatever the methodology is, I will reach out. So there's never a time that my agent is alone, not knowing what's going on. I'm just going to make that a a simultaneous pledge that when I speak with the customer on anything, I'm going to call the agent. And so that's not my first thing, my first rule. But when customers call in, sometimes I will be hit or miss at thanking the agent for that referral, thinking, oh, I'll be speaking with them in a couple of days or whatever. I've made a pledge that I'm going to immediately follow up with that agent right away to thank them for their business. And in fact, where appropriate, I'll put them on a joint text with the customer. Somebody suggested that. Um, I always, after uh, a call, I've gotten in the habit over the years of sending a summary email, your homework list, what do you do, do, you do next, closing cost worksheets, just so you know a follow-up from our conversation and you have everything ready to go. And I can do a, a better job after that summary email at possibly the joint text saying, okay, I've given you your marching orders. And it sort of holds the customer accountable with the real estate agent. So some of these things, and then automatic scheduling. Scheduling, go in, I, I trust myself saying, no, oh, in a couple of days, I'll follow up. But I've scheduled that outlook total expert, et cetera, so that it pings me and someone said, and I'm doing this now, live in your task list. So those are my Mondays through Fridays now, the themed days, and I'm living in my task list so that I am following up better, following up as scheduled, and it's just routine, and we are just going to nail it on the front end like we've nailed it on the back end. So my advice would just be think through your conveyor belt. What do you want to see? What is lacking and shore up those holes? I wrote down a couple of things. This is a partnership, a chance to partner with your agents and show them that you have this excellent follow-up and this excellent communication. Their leads are precious to them as they are precious to us. I also was excited when somebody said, you know, they're not ready to go now, but they might be ready to go in four months, eight months, a year. And I'm guilty of, okay, you're not ready to go now. I'll put you aside and you call me. But he said, follow up so that you're as excited and you're as ready to go when they are. Isn't that profound? So we need deals in a year. We need deals in six months. And so be better at follow up. And then I'm probably paraphrasing, but don't give them the ability to say no by forgetting about them. So I've made it a pact that everyone is coming to me 
until I hear no coming from their mouth. I'm just going to be this anxious and wonderful follow-up in a kind, professional way so that people love me and just want to do business with me. So being mindful of it. But that's my follow-up. Cheap, easy. It's up to me. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, I love it. I love it, Scarlett. How could anybody not want to celebrate with you? You're so much fun. It's just awesome. But what I love, Scarlett, your energy is the best. It's it so is cool. absolutely the best. It's so cool. So, but what I love about what she said, two things that I hope you heard. She has a rule and she has a pledge. That that means that neither are non are negotiable. Right. There's a rule around it, and she pledged to follow her rule. Um, I think that's really impactful because there's no wiggle room. There's no maybe I will, maybe I won't. I have pledged to do something. So I, I love the words you use to, to frame that new system you put in place. And, oh, and always, you. as always, thank you so much for sharing. And let's think about this. Here's somebody who's been in the industry doing for a really long time. She does everything at a really high level. She still found gaps in her system <laughs> that are going to allow her to up her game. We should all be consistently pressing into our systems and finding the ways that we consistently improve over time. Nobody is ever finished growing in this business. And I love that about you, Charlotte, that humility of, okay, where is there a gap and how do we fill it is really, really very insightful and thank phenomenal. You. So thank you. Thank you. Can I say just one more thing that I learned sure. and I took away, and this is important. The first night Todd Duncan talked about facing our fears. And when I came back to my family and I reported this to my family, my cute 25 year old son said, do you have any fears, mom? <laughs> and you know, life is great. Everything's wonderful. But Todd had us put our one biggest fear on a piece of paper. And as I thought about it, I, I can let this get me. I am fearful of doing my lowest production months ever in my career. I mean, I have a team to help support. They have a family. So I will admit with this changing market, I have a little fear around that. Had a little fear around that. I wrote that on the paper. This paper was just this size. It was some special paper that he had us go around to some, some water, buckets of water on the in the room. And you put your paper in the water and I'll be darned, the ink came off the paper and the fear dissipated. And in the background, I honestly have never heard this song, but it's Fear He's a Liar. And that was playing over and over as I was videotaping my fear rising off the paper. And I, I was immediately calm, realizing that I need to face my fear and get through it. I can do this. And so that was so powerful. I even find myself humming, fear, he's a liar. <laughs> I even to this day, and I love that. I am not going to be fearful anymore. I have the tools of how to get past my fear. And fear to me now means face everything and rise. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, Charlotte. Thank you. That was really well said and very something we should all do. Really consider that exercise was very powerful. Write the thing that you fear and whatever you want to do with it. If you're not in California, you can burn it. But here in California, don't burn it. But whatever it is, allow that to be removed from you. And it's a very, very powerful feeling because you, you, you become to realize that you really do have that control of releasing yeah. that fear and moving past it and moving on. So exactly. don't let those things so hold you back. Thank good. you, Sharla. Great job. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Louise. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Kathy, when you called me, the first thing I told you was uh, the brain code. Uh, to me, it was so powerful I took a lot of notes on the brain code. I actually want to have one of their scans. I know some of you are thinking she needs to get that scan to make sure she's got a brain. But, uh, you know, it's everything that I believe neuroplasticity it is we, we become what we think about. It's really scary when you think about it, that we become what we think about. This, is, this was one of the things I wrote down, I highlighted. The brain cannot tell the difference between your thoughts and fears and feelings and reality. Your brain can't tell the difference. You know, Charlotte, I love how you handled that fear uh, because that's a feeling, fear is a feeling, uh, they, they're thoughts, but then if you, if you focus on that, it becomes a reality in your life. And uh, 
it, she, they talked a lot about change. When they do these brain scans and uh, it's nothing invasive, they actually can determine like what is the difference between your brain and the top 1% of the salespeople in America and what do you need to change? Most people think they can't change, but the truth is um, that is how we will grow is when we change. That is how we will create uh, success. Uh, I wrote down ability of the neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization, rewire. Of course, we all know Steve Scanlon and he's talked about rewire. You know, everything I speak about is neuroplasticity. And if you want to change your life, change your brain. And they talked a lot about that. Now, I'm going to go to a couple of other things, if you don't mind, Kathy. Please do. Um, uh, what this was my most this was the most special thing of the entire event and that was connection with the green shirts and thank you Linda Davidson she had a suite we had lunch on 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 Wednesday and on Wednesday and Thursday so we could connect with our fairway family and I'm just gonna uh, dispute one thing Christy said. She said you need to attend at least one event a year. I'm saying you need to attend at least four things a year. I mean, uh, a lot of people say, well, I can't go to Sales Mastery because I'm going to keep playing. No, you can do both. I, that's one thing I'm just going to say is connection with our Fairway family, being able to eat lunch with them. We wore green shirts and taking the picture and seeing everybody uh, it was amazing seeing Charlotte on the stage, Linda co-hosting it. Are you kidding me? I mean, this was pretty special. Um, but the second, the second thing that I made notes about was uh, the vice president, Mark Miller of Chick-fil-A. And um, I wrote this down because I thought, wow, I need to remember that. I connected with a lot of my old coaches <laughs> and that was uh, when I changed my life. You know, a lot of people go back to what did you do? And I, and I surrounded my team. We had dinner together one night. I had several of my team there, Angela being one of them. Angela's on my team. She's right downstairs. And I said, you know what? I forget. We look at a tapestry, but we forget those threads on the other side. We forget what did it take to build what looks like um, a perfect picture, but we don't see the underside. And I'm just going to tell you folks, coaching, coaching, coaching. Now you are on the Ignite with the Ignite coaching group, but I met some of my old coaches, one of them being David Kuyper. I spent, did a site visit. I had his three ring binder to give me systems. I, I met Tim Enix. He was with Building Champions. He coached me for probably eight years. Um, saw Daniel Harkavy, and I went through his Becoming a Coaching Leader program. And Bliss Sawyer was there. And these were names that back in the, you know, 2006, 2007, 2008, 9, 10. Folks, they, I, I really think I, I took so much and they poured into my life. And that's what a coach does. You know, um, Angela has come so far. Angela just spoke, but she's had a coach that's helped her and, and helped her along the way. So I wanted to say that. And then what Mark Miller said, and I wrote this down, is leaders. Leaders spend 28% of their time alone. And he is the leadership. He's the leadership team and has been for, for 40 years for Chick-fil-A. And the second thing, Leaders read 80 to 100 books a year. Reflect, think, assess, create, plan, and analyze. That time alone and then reading books. Uh, it was Charlie Tremendous Jones who said, um, "You'll what you will be in five years, who you will become are the people you meet and the books you read. And that was just reiterated on the stage. Todd Duncan had his books up there. And as he showed books that he had read as grow, you know, that helped him with his sales, think and grow rich. Uh, as a man thinketh, uh, you know, think big. All of these books that we have probably forgotten about, but it reminded me of it, Kathy and team, of how we do need to read more. I remember when I changed my life, I read 100 books that first year. You think that's impossible? No, because I needed to change my brain. And if you want to change your life, you need to change your brain. That means you change, you're going to change your thoughts. And that literally changed the neural pathways. And that 
goes back to the brain code to where, and I don't know if everybody else was as interested in the brain code as me, but literally one of the ladies had been bipolar and she felt she had cured it through the therapies. I know, I know this, I've never been diagnosed that I am ADHD. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I have to- Hey, Wheezy, since you are, I'm just going to interrupt you because people like that don't care if they're interrupted. Hey, I don't. I don't. Share, the, share with the teammates the year that you did with, with the hurricane that you went from two, you went from like 75 loans in a year to 280 in one year. And tell the people that you drove 110 miles one way, two, three times a week to drive to your market. Share that because that's all about perspective. And remember that like it was yesterday. Because there was there was uh, whatever Charla said that that fear thing, but the way Charla said it was running through your DNA. And look how you changed your mind, and then look at your results. Now, when somebody hears that she actually drove 110 miles one way, two three times a week, think about that. And it was it, the truth is there was a little desperation going on because hubby said yeah, you got to make some money at that mortgage gig that you're in because a chicken farm blew up in the in the hurricane. Is that fair, Wheezy? That's fair. That's fair. It did. It did. Chickens well, everywhere. Yep. <laughs> there's new teammates on here that haven't heard that story as long as we got a minute or two. Why not just, I mean, because that's all mindset. It is. It is. And I actually journal throughout the entire thing. Uh, and literally when you journal, it's the untangling of your thoughts. And I journaled so that when Jake says, what are you doing? I said, well, here's the seven steps that I changed. Now, Jake gets it a little, let me just correct one thing. I first came to Leesville. That wasn't 110 miles. So I went to Leesville first and I quadrupled my business and went from 74 units to 280 units. And I just drove about an hour. But the next year, and this is what Jake remembers in 2006, I had quadrupled my business and I did it because as Jake said, my husband's business uh, was impacted by the hurricane and I had to do something. I, there was that, he said it, desperation, but I had to do it. What happened was it was a huge deployment to Afghanistan. And then all of the work that I had done at this town was gonna go to waste because people were leaving. And that's when I said, you know what? There's a city that's 110 miles away from here. I had I'd had no idea how to deal with city realtors. I had no idea, but I thought, you know what? These people don't know my name. They don't know Fairway. They don't know anything about me, but I am going to go there anyway. And three times a week, I drove 110 miles. I listened to all of those books on tape, but I had purpose, passion, possibility. I had a plan. I persevered. I made a promise and I wouldn't give up. And I had to do it. And yes, that next year I went to 360 units. So that was because I, you know what? If it's not happening where you are, then you need to go to a different location. If it's not happening with what you're doing, then you need to do something different. But change is hard, but you have to change your brain. And the way you change your brain is through different thoughts and you get input from different people. Um, look, folks, I, you know, people say, well, I go, no, I was 52 years old and I was a grandmother when I changed. When I quadrupled my business, I was 52 years old and I was a grandmother. And so anybody can do it. If somebody who was in a town of 2,900 people, you know, Jake talks about Manny, Louisiana. I was in a little town of 2,900 people, went to a town of 8,000 and then went to a city with 350,000. But I, you do whatever it takes, but it's mindset. And to me, that was what Sales Mastery was about. It was mindset, change your thinking. And that is when you're going to get a coach. You're going to read the books. You're going to do the, you're going to do the exercises. And, and folks, you can, you, we can succeed. We have an amazing company and amazing backing and all the coaches on this call. We're blessed. That got off topic, didn't it, Kathy? Oh, good. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much, Louise. Very, really impactful. So many great reminders. And then last but not least, our, our MC from the event, Linda, has something really impactful to share. So Linda, please bring, bring, us, bring us home. All right. Um, I so I I come to Sales Master with a different perspective because I'm usually behind stage, so I don't really get to listen to the speakers. I know what they're going to say because I've already talked to them, but um, I always I look forward to the recording so I can actually like hear it, you know, and and, and study. But um, the probably the most impactful without hearing everything 
was Carrie Kalindom, who um, owns a large mortgage uh, company in Australia. And uh, Carrie um, spoke um, for 30 minutes and he um, was, um, he had, and I've shared this with uh, the leaders last, last week, but he had, um, um, it, he had uh, considered committing suicide and he was very successful, but he was overweight. He was uh, really down on himself. He uh, really had gone through some major um, things in his life and he was very depressed. And, you know, it, um, it was amazing how he connected to the right people. He made the choices to turn his life around. And I think he cried through his entire 30 minutes of his um, event or his speech, but it was beautiful. And, um, but what was um, so impactful, number one is I know that Fairway has been doing for the month of October, they've been doing mental awareness and mental, um, uh, it's uh, a mental awareness month. And um, so I, I put together a list of all the things that Fairway has sent out and all the resources and Kathy's going to send that out with recording, but just some major, just incredible stuff that Fairway does for us and just what they, you know, they care about the production, but they also care about the mental part of, of us and the emotional part. And there's just some great flyers. There's some great resources. There's even links to um, how to find a good, um, someone that you can talk to and therapists even online. So definitely if it's someone that you and your family um, struggled, that's something great to do. But um, Carrie had after the speech and the, the part that I love about Salesmaster that I get to do is I get to know what's going on in the back end, right? And it's so much fun. And um, Carrie had seven people come to him afterwards and that were considering committing suicide. And he was able to talk to them and share his part of his journey with them. And that was probably, to me, one of the most impactful because it had nothing to do with business. It has to do with life. And uh, I was, and then we had prime lending the week before. There was a um, a lady who at, we found out later through Scott Drisco that um, he Drisco that um, she was a mother. She was a grandmother, and she committed suicide the week before sales mastery. And no one suspected anything that she was going through a struggle. And, you know, it is it is a real thing. Um, we in our family have had had um, that happen in a friend of mine uh, and their son. And it was hugely impactful. It was hugely impactful to my sons uh, who were friends with them. And um, it was a big deal. And so I just, you know, my biggest takeaway has nothing to do with business today. It's just if you are someone you know is struggling and that mental health, there are resources and uh, it's, you know, there is hope and, um, and, you know, fear is a liar, right, Ms. Charla? It really is. And so that was all I had. Thank you, Linda. Great, great way to end up and, and, and truly well said because it, no one should ever feel that alone, it, especially in our Fairway family. There are so many ways to connect. And I just feel very strongly about what Linda said. I never want anyone to feel that hopeless. And we are going to send out those resources because we we all really do care at a very, very deep level. Um, and so please, please reach out if you need yes. help, if you're feeling despair. Um, we, we want you to have hope. There, there is a tomorrow. Promise you that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Pete, you have like literally minus one minute. So what do you got? <laughs> Well, I, I tell you, after listening to last week's call and this week's call, I feel like I attended Sales Mastery. That was the hope. The people that was the were hope. so, so great. <laughs> and they all said you should attend and everybody's in the same boat. But very briefly, Christy said, say no to things that you don't want to talk about. Pinky said, talk less, listen more, listen well. Angela is brand new, build relationships and be who we are. Brad is like I am. I got a... Uh, iPhone for 10 years and now I can talk and may listen to calls, but that's all I can do. Sharla said she's got to follow up and focus and keep things going. And of course, Louise with a brain drain and change is fantastic. And I love Linda's story because uh, I've been through my best friend's son committed suicide and another guy. So 
We've all been through it, but we're talking about mindset. And the Vince Lombardi quote today is very, very simple. Mental toughness is essential to success. Hope I was fast enough, Kathy. You did great. Thanks, Pete. Steve, do you have any last quick comments? Just humbled to be included and, and to listen. I mean, like Pistol said, it's almost like we went to Sales Mastery and and Linda co-hosting Sales Mastery. What an honor for you, Linda, and having all the Fairway teammates on the uh, yes. on stage is pretty cool. Keep playing. I hope everybody's looking forward to it. I've gotten so many hateful emails. Now the keynote is at 11.30 on that third Wednesday night. So I don't know what the heck happened, but that thing went, went viral in a fast. So I guess it'll be four people in the audience. I guess we have to have Miller Lights too or something like that if it's 11.30. But anyhow, um, you, you, you folks did a great job again, Kathy. And this is one of the highlights every week to have this call. So thank you. Thank you to all our guests. Amazing job. Really appreciate everybody's willingness to share. So thanks. This is all part of what we get to be in Fairway. Thanks for being our family. Thank you, everybody. Great job, Kathy. Great job, guests. And Fairway Cares will be on the next call in the beginning, too. So that leads into what we just talked about. So, okay. Everyone have a great Thursday. Bye.